The following is a reflection on the Feast of St. James. The first reading is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7-15. to 15. The responsorial is Psalm 126. And the Gospel is Matthew chapter 20, verses 20-28. to 28. On this Feast of St. James, we honor the first of the Apostles to be martyred. This is not the other Apostle with that name who would go on to write the Epistle of James, but rather the brother of John, one of the sons of Zebedee, whom Jesus would call the sons of thunder. They were fishermen who responded immediately to God's call. In our gospel, we get a glimpse of part of the formation of this saint, indeed the formation of all the apostles. We find the mother of James and John asking Jesus to reserve a place of honor for her two sons in the kingdom, one on the right and one on the left side of Jesus. Jesus responds by asking whether they can drink the cup he is about to drink. James and his brother John answer rather impetuously and with zeal that they can, not really understanding what they are agreeing to. Then the other ten apostles get into the discussion, and they are angry with James and John for seeking priority over them. We really see in this episode, and in many others throughout the Gospels, the frailty of these apostles. They are much like us in many ways, seeking honor and reward, impetuous and vicious, often speaking and acting without thinking. They make many mistakes. In a way, this is a real comfort for us because we realize that Jesus is calling us right where we are at, even with all our imperfections. That like St. James and the Apostles, we are all in the process of formation, and that God can also use us and our mistakes to form us in the way of holiness. Given this introduction, we turn now to our readings and what they say to us, living in a world that is struggling, where strife, conflict, and violence are rampant, where people, institutions, and traditions are being torn down. How would St. James and St. Paul, who authored the first reading from Second Corinthians, tell us to respond? They would say first that we have a precious treasure living inside us, and not just us, but every person, that is, intellect and will. We can know the truth and love the good. These highest natural faculties make us most in the image and likeness of God. That gives each person, no matter their gender, race, age, or financial status, inherent dignity inalienable rights and responsibilities. Moreover, we have causal power. By our thoughts, words, and actions, we can effect change. We can make the world a better place to live. Finally, this dignity rose to an unheard-of level when Jesus Christ took on our nature and through his death and resurrection purchased our redemption and then brought our human nature forever into the throne room of God through his ascension. This is who we are, from the most powerful ruler to the lowliest and defenseless child. God offers every person even more treasure in the gift of sanctifying grace, whereby we participate in the divine life. This grace elevates our natural abilities and virtues, but as St. Paul said in the first reading, we have this treasure in jars of clay, that is, these gifts are fragile. Therefore, we must protect and nurture them by prayer, the sacraments, and a life of virtue.
One of the greatest virtues is to serve others, as Jesus says to his bickering apostles in today's gospel. Whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Let us use the precious treasure God has given us to serve others in the opportunities granted to us each day. Though we are weak and subject to suffering, persecution, and sin, it is God's power in us that gives us victory. So may hope always prevail, despite the ever-growing darkness, and like St. Paul, may we remember that in the end we can say, quote, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness, and not only for me, but for all who have persevered. St. James persevered to the end by giving his life as a martyr for the faith, and now is glorified in the beatific vision. As the responsorial psalmist reminds us, those who go out weeping, bearing the sea for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. Let us say with St. Paul in today's first reading, that though we are afflicted in every way, we are not crushed, perplexed but not driven to despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be made visible in our bodies. For while we live, we are always being given up to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may be made visible in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you, just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with the scripture, I believed, and so I spoke. We also believe, and so we speak, because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus, and will bring us with you into his presence. 